You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Father, we thank you for such an honor it is to worship in your presence tonight. We do not take it for granted. We thank you for your presence, the full weight of your glory. Lord, we thank you for your mercy that's always constantly fighting, fighting. Lord, we thank you for this atmosphere of worship, of love. And we thank you for the opportunity to gather. We give you all glory. We give you all honor. And we pray that you just speak to our hearts tonight as we worship. Let our response be hallelujah. Let our response be hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hi, everyone. Please have your seat. Amen. How y'all doing? <laughs> wow. Okay. Hi, everyone. Good evening. Um, so the trick is just lead worship for like 10, 15 minutes. I have like 15 minutes left to talk. Right? I don't know if Demilade knows, but I think he does. Amen. It's such an honor to um, share the word tonight. And um, I do not take it for granted. I know Pastor Bosola isn't here, but I want to say thank you. Uh, past, thank you, Pastor Dami, as well, for the privilege. Thank you, Bishop Demilade. We honor you, sir. You know, um, all my mentors in the room, you know. Um, I, it's an honor. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Pastor Joe. We honor you. That's the governing body, Pentecostal Fellowship of Nigeria. Amen. Okay, wow. Hi, everyone. Please can we focus? Amen. I want this to be as interactive as possible, so I don't want to, I just want to share from my heart, and um, hopefully we can get a sense of what I'm going to talk about. Um, so, the title of today's message, message is Basking in Love, and I'm just going to start with that passage of scripture from Zephaniah 3.14. Um, can we have it on screen? Zephaniah 3, 14. And then there are some people who just scream and say, preach it, follow Go deep word. I hired them tonight. Perhaps you're in the room. I've only given you half payment, so you have to align. I, okay, where are they? Sam, thank you, thank you. I'll pay you in full. Well, can we have Zephaniah 3, 14? But I'll just read it. Sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout. Can we shout tonight? Amen. O Israel, be glad and rejoice with all your heart. O daughter of Jerusalem, the Lord has taken away your judgment. He has cast out your enemy. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall see disaster no more. Amen. Amen. Right. You shall see disaster no more. In that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, do not fear Zion. Let your hands be, let not your hands be weak. The Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one will save. I'm going to read that passage of scripture again. The Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one will save. 
He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Amen. I will gather those who sorrow over the appointed assembly who are among you, to whom its reproach is a burden. And verse 19 says, Behold, at that time I will deal with all who afflict you. Amen. I will save the lame and gather those who were driven out. I will appoint them for praise and fame in every land where they were put to shame. Amen. Can you just tell your neighbor, God is changing my story. God is changing my story. And that's why the last song we sang is so, so amazing and relevant to this text. Um, so my question to you is, what's your response in the midst of chaos? What's your response in the midst of the current fuel crisis? What's your response when your service child has been doubled? I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Um, the is just shaking his head. Just like, they don't pay service charge in Ibadan. You just directly tap to the pole. I saw you shaking your head. You just connect your, your whatever to the pole and you have light. You know. Um, but what's your response in the midst of all that's happening? Amen. So knowing God for ourselves is at the foundation of Christian comfort. Knowing that um, your father is good, knowing that your father is kind, knowing that your father loves you unconditionally. I know that we hear this stuff all the time, but I'm just going to share a message. Thank you, Shola, for considering to join us tonight. God bless you, sir. I honor you. Amen. I celebrate. You're well celebrated. Uh, but um, I'm just going to share um, a story so it makes it more relatable. Amen. Um, Perfect example, and I heard someone say this, that if your niece, who might be nine years old, um, writes you a check of, say, $20 million, and walks up to, um, I need to, Sam, or Lamy, uh, and gives Lamy a check of $20 million, amen, from a nine-year-old. Sorry? Yes, please, can you move forward? My God said you should move forward. Amen. Thank you as you comply. Please, can we all move forward? Amen. It's like these seats are for the angels. So Joe Deep and Bishop D are in that category. We celebrate you. Amen. But let's not forget what we're talking about. Right? Can you please move forward? Okay. Please move forward. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, let's not forget what we're talking about. If a nine-year-old write Lamy a check, for instance, of $20 million. Let's even bring it, you know, let's drop the value. 20 million naira. I'm sure, <laughs> 20 million naira. I'm sure that Lamy would laugh. Yeah? <laughs> but I hired you. You, you, you. We rehearsed this. We rehearsed this. <laughs> it's too late. This is in the recording already. <laughs> but being honest, when, when a nine-year-old gives you a check of 20 million naira, that's a joke. Um, first, your question will be... Um, no, 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 wait, wait, hold on, context now. See all the scholars in the room, calm down. I believe in miracles too. Wow, okay. 
Wait, 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 wait. Okay, let me let this isn't helping matters. <laughs> but the non Bill Gates, his parents are not wealthy for context. Hmm? He's a nine year old and he's broke. But you yes, he's broke. But he can just write the check. But there are days that there are days that I've written, you know, figures on when I was younger, figures on paper, and I your imagination is so confined. I'm coming. Abekuta is actually not far from me, but no, we are neighbors. <laughs> we share the same mentality, so I I get you, bro. You we connect. <laughs> Amen. But you know, my point is, if realistically speaking, if a nine-year-old gives you um, a check of 20 million naira, you probably ask him, who's your father? Or am I, am I your mate? Or is this a joke? And you'll be reluctant to take it to the bank. You know, but if the people we've mentioned, Aliko Dangote, who is my uncle from afar, Show me one. Yes, show me one. Okay, just to help your imagination, a four-year-old. Are you happy now? <laughs> a four-year-old, okay. Yeah, okay now, thank you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> you know, a four-year-old writes a check of 20 billion. You laugh and you just be wondering, you know, this is a joke, obviously. Um, but if Aliko Dangote or Bill Gates um, writes a check of 20 million, even a hundred million dollars, you smile and probably, you know, share that same testimony of that woman that they give me food. I enter plane, you know, you just be excited and just be like, what, BWS, what do we need? What do we need in this church? And you don't have the money yet, but you start making moves. How much is that fair? It's not a lot, you know. I buy one for you, buy one for everybody. You get a gift, you get a gift. Everybody gets a gift, right? Um, but how much more? That's knowing who Aliko is, knowing who Bill is. Uh, both my uncles, by the way, just for context. <laughs> Bill, yeah. First name basis now. Like, that's how we roll, oh. Bill was in Lagos a few weeks ago, um, and we, we had a good conversation. No, this is being recorded. I can't be lying. But you, you, get, you get the drift. But anyway, my point is, how much more a father that loves us, the creator of the universe? Um, and... The Bible says no good thing will he be told from us. Amen. Right? So having that understanding keeps us at peace. Amen. Right? So knowing God is for us, the Bible says who can be against us, right? Knowing that gives us the assurance. But unfortunately, we are distracted by so many other things. Amen. You know, in Romans 8:31, it talks about if God be for us, we can be against us. Uh, but I'm going to dwell on that passage of scripture that we commonly quote, um, Philippians 4, 6. It says, being anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Uh, my understanding of that passage of scripture is, be anxious for nothing, but be thankful for everything. Amen. Be anxious for nothing, but be thankful for everything. Um, 
knowing that all things work together for our good. A lot of times we quote that scripture. Sometimes we quote it from a place of fear, not from a place of understanding. I remember Pastor Ayo also kind of like explained what that means. Um, you're not saying this word from a place of anxiousness, anxiety, fear, um, doubt, but it's from a place of understanding that God is good and everything will align um, for your good. Amen. Amen. So in my opinion, I think we should offer God our anxious thoughts. You know, it's hard sometimes I've been there, trust me. Uh, but my response will be hallelujah. Amen. So when you're confused, know that you serve a God that's never confused. Know that you serve a God that knows the end from the beginning. Amen. So that helps um, with how you respond. Um, sometimes you put structures in place so that it aids with the action. Amen. 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 So when you're anxious, when you're wondering if Tinubu is going to be elected president, you see, it's like all things work together for our good. Work together. If you're considering or you're just wondering why you were born in Lagos, Nigeria, um, just so that all things work together for your good, it's toughening you up. The lack of electricity is toughening you up. The malaria that you get is toughening you up. Didn't you notice that? All things just work together for our good, my sister. Amen. But honestly speaking, without you know, jokes aside, I believe that God is very deliberate about, you know, everything about our lives. You know, where we, um, where we live, what we do, even when we make mistakes. You know, I like that example of the Google Maps. You know, how when you miss your turn, God is rerouting and just making sure you're fine. Amen. So God is very deliberate about making you happy or making you comfortable. Once you understand that fact, that God loves me too much to let me down, then everything becomes easy. Amen. I hope that makes sense. Amen. So the next time you're anxious, submit your anxiety. Submit your anxious thoughts to God. Amen. So how do we submit our anxious thoughts to God? Um, the simplest way, and I've written it down, I said prayer makes space to interact with God. So in the place of prayer, you just, there's an exchange that happens. Amen. You know, speaking God's truth, speaking God's word over your life, confessing it, spending time in his presence. I feel like the, you know, the place where I'm most at peace is when I'm in God's presence. Amen. When I'm fellowshipping with God, when I'm communing with God, there is no worry in that space because I know that that is a safe space. And guess what? We carry God all around us. So everywhere we go is a safe space. Amen. Amen. Um, I mean, I advise you that don't, you don't need a problem before you start praying. You know, because I feel like sometimes when you are in that problem, you're too distracted to pray. But if you have a lifestyle of prayer and just fellowshipping with God, it becomes easy. Amen. You bask in his love. I hope you're making sense. Amen. 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 Um, also, because of 
the season we are in or the, what's happening in our world today, a lot of times we cover it up by being busy. And that also affects even church activities. So we show up in church, we are not taking notes, but we are saying amen, amen, glory, preach, 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 you know. And we go back home, but we are still anxious. We go back home and we are still fearful. And that's because we just want to tick that box and say, oh, I went to church today because my parents went to church. Or because you have friends in church. And I dare say because you are single and you are trusting God to change your story. So let that not be your story. Amen. But be deliberate about every single step. You know, replace being busy for effectiveness. Amen? So some people pray long hours, you know, just because they feel like the, long, the longer the, you know, the length of prayer, the greater the power to handle the fear. I don't think that's how it works. Sir, right? Yeah, it taught me. Yeah. Amen. Uh, so, amen. I hope you're, you know, taking notes. Hallelujah. So the scripture commands, the scripture we read in the final, it commands that we sing, shall be glad and rejoice. Um, we have come, you know, to raise a confident shout of praise unto God. Amen. That confidence comes from a place of, I know that God is good. So rather than focus on my fear, rather than focus on my doubts, I'm going to shout unto God. Shout in praise, shout in thanksgiving. Amen. We just ended the first quarter, and I know you had plans in the first quarter. Um, and you had goals. And maybe in your mind, you're like, I've not even accomplished one. You know, I was going to change my job in January, but I'm still stuck with my terrible boss. But in the midst of that, can we give God thanks? In the midst of that, can we decide not to be anxious and offer our anxious thoughts to him? Amen. Lami, offer it. She broke your heart, but offer it to God. God is good. God is preparing somebody else. Bone of your bone. Flesh of your flesh. Amen. I don't know how to, but God is changing your story. God will work wonders in your life. Whatever breakfast you'll be se- you've been serving, seizes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Start serving dinner that will last, you know, forever. Amen. I don't even know what that means, but just, <laughs> amen, just receive it. Amen. So let's open Luke 12, verse 32. I know we know that passage of scripture. Luke 12, and we're going to worship in a few minutes. We have all the way Minister Joe Deep with us in the room. Yes, yes, we have Minister Joe Deep in the room. Luke 12, yes. From verse, sorry, I think I mixed it, Luke 12, 22 rather. Um, 
Sorry, hold on. Yes, Luke 12, verse 22. Then he said to his disciples, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about the body, what you will put upon, or put on. Life is more than food. I know a couple of names that just pop up in my head that need this reminder. Life is more than food. Wale, and the body is more than clothes. <laughs> Please, if you're listening to this recording, I'm just joking. It's more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse nor barn, and God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? That's very profound. If you then are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? Consider the lilies how they grow, they neither toil nor spin, and yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothes the grass, which today is in the field, and tomorrow is thrown in the oven, how much more will he clothe you? O ye of little fame. And I'm reminded of that song. So the, the, the later part says that... Um, and do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have an anxious mind. Amen. For all these things the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knows that you need these things, but seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. And the song that comes to mind is, If he dresses the ladies with beauty and splendor, how much more will he clothe you? How much more will he clothe you? And if he watches over every sparrow, how much more does he love you? How much more does he love you? Tyra, you are enough. So as we approach, those are the Maverick City, the Maverick City crooners, you know, amen. Um, I'll, I'll tell Chandler that, you know. <laughs> You need to speak it into the atmosphere. Amen. Amen. Ah, Chandler is my chad. <laughs> Chandi, exactly. Amen. Amen. So knowing that God is for us, knowing that God is Jaira, makes us confident in every situation. It reassures us that we are not alone. Sometimes it can feel very lonely, especially in Lagos. You know can feel very lonely. Even your neighbors don't know your name, you know. Um, can feel very lonely. You can relate, Abby. Wow, praise God. I don't know the names of my neighbors either. I just greet somebody to call their names and just say, ah, yeah, flat six, yeah. You know, we know each other. But it can be lonely sometimes. But the, you know, the great and amazing thing is we are never alone when you think about it. God is always there. Um, and so that's why fellowship with him is really important. Amen. Knowing that God is for us makes us conscious of his favor. Uh, makes us conscious of his favor. So when you're starting to feel some type of way, you're reminded that I am favored. I am loved of God. You know, I am precious in his sight. Amen. Amen. Right. Also, it's 
an assurance of victory. It's an, uh, an, it's an assurance of victory. God never loses a battle. Amen. God never loses a battle. And he never will. He never will. Amen. Amen. And nothing can separate you from his love. Isn't it amazing that one of the ways the devil will try to um, discourage you is to remind you of guilt and the many ways you've messed up. But the Bible says that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Romans 8, verse 38. Can we read that as we wrap up and we bring up Joe Deep and afterwards we'll just pray. Amen. Amen. Romans 8, verse 38. Amen. I hope you're having fun. Amen. Um... Romans 8, verse 38. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is so fascinating. It means regardless of what happens, what you do and what you don't do, God's love is constant, constant K. I just know that K is constant. I don't know the rest of the formula, but K is constant. Amen. Constant K. God's love is constant. And so when the devil tries to say, oh, you know, you, messed, you went to the club last week. Um, God doesn't love you. You tell the devil that that's not true. God loves me too much to leave me by myself. God loves me too much to forsake me. So when you're troubled, just know that God loves me too much to leave me by myself. Amen. And that also helps with your approach to worship, your response in worship. Amen. I like this analogy. It says that um, um, I'm coming. Let me, I think I wrote it down somewhere. Yes, yes, yes. Um, can we all read Psalm 23? If you know it, if you went to Bible school in those days, you can just show us. Uh, how much? Everything is no money. Everything is no money. What, for $1,000, I need to just speak it into your life and it comes alive. Amen. Let's read Psalm 23. Yeah, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. You had money now. You're just like, let's do this. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table. So I heard a preacher that I love so much explain this part. That's verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So God is saying, when you're in the midst of your enemies, I'm there seated at the table with you. So you don't need to focus on the enemies on your left, on your right. Just focus on me. On, you know, at that table with you, feasting with you. Does that make sense? But a lot of times we're focusing on the enemies. Fall down, die, fall down. Nah, just feast with God. Amen. Amen. And interestingly, he says, the Lord is my shepherd. And we are the sheep, right? So I wrote in my notes that the sheep in so many ways, you know, vulnerable creatures, um, 
in so many ways weak. You can say they are weak. So when the lion or the bear comes, they are defenseless. But when the shepherd is there, there's guidance, there's protection, and they are no longer weak because of the shepherd. That same applies to us. So in your moment of weakness, remember that you have a shepherd that's strong enough to guide you, strong enough to protect you, and strong and loving enough to keep you. He leaves the 99 for the one. So you are covered. Amen. 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 I hope this makes so much sense. So can we just thank the shepherd, you know, our shepherd, Jesus, who leaves the 99 for the one. Let's just thank him for such privilege that we have um, to call on him and he answers us every single time. We do not take your love for granted. And let's just speak over every anxious heart. We pray that we are reminded of the love that we have, this confidence that we have in the very thing that he that has begun a good work is faithful to complete. God is faithful in every way. And so I speak to my anxious, fearful heart, rest easy. God is in control. And so, Lord, we just thank you. Lord, we give you glory. We give you praise. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. And we're just going to welcome. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.